Welcome back, friends and neighbors, to the Sean and Robin Show presented by Titanium Brothers Media. And <laughs> as uh, my friend so eloquently put, popping our guestless cherry here, um, we have a very special guest, a very dear friend of ours, a very talented individual, uh, my friend Judy Lewinson. And she is a phenomenal human being, a very dear friend of both of us. Like I said, Judy, please say hello. And some of you out there may know her as Sketch. That's really funny. Like, you say all these wonderful things about me. Thank you for having me. I still may disagree with you. I will possibly insult you. But thanks for saying all those fabulous things. Yeah, but I know it's with love. I know you care. I know. (laughs) I wouldn't treat you so poorly if I didn't love you. That's true. (laughs) Just... For our listeners no, out no, there, just no. just to tell you how small the world of L.A. is, okay, uh, Judy is um, Canadian, she's Jamaican, she's English, uh, Scottish, English, Scottish uh, all those wonderful things, especially the Scottish part, um, biased here. So it was from Judy that I met uh, a very dear person, and uh, one night for my famous cocktail night, uh, I introduced her to Sean, and she became Sean's manager. Damn straight she did. <laughs> and she's a phenomenally wonderful and stunning individual. And we love her. Absolutely. As I said, she is fantastic. I would step in front of a bus for her, and, and I hope she's a manager for at least the next 150 years because she's that good. She really is phenomenally uh, good. I've seen the growth he has as an actor and uh, it's amazing and she happens to be this knockout blonde haired beautiful buxom hottie that walks around and people really pay attention to her because hey, that's my manager talking about god damn it I know and she's smart she's talking about my sister <laughs> she's smart and stunning she's amazing yeah. she is she really really is that's what you were saying and she here. gets you work every time she's put me out I've gotten work. Hey, she gets you work. Sounds like a pimp. Hey, <laughs> she is a pimp. <laughs> Takes a percentage. Yes. I call her. I call her Huggy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've man. only seen her in social circles, so I don't know. Good, good. So, what are we talking about today, boys? Today, Sean, you said you had something you wanted to talk about, but waiting till I hit the record button on this one. Well, I just wanted to. Um, and, and since we are in the presence of, of, of a true Renaissance woman, I wanted to get this out here because um, Sketch, as, as I like to call her, has a great perspective, and it's one of intelligence. And, you know, we always talk about uh, what broads think in general and stuff, and I always say I'm sure there's one or two women out there who agree with me or who understand this principle. And, and I'm really talking about her because ding, ding, ding. she understands um, responsibility and she understands a lot of concepts that I'm always talking about that many people have el- elude them. So I'm going to talk about uh, the L word. And no, I don't mean lesbians. <laughs> I know nothing about that, honestly. Hey, listen, as a, as, as a proud lesbian, let me just say, <laughs> <laughs> we're out there and we're kicking. So to all my, uh, all my hardcore Diesel Dyke sisters out there driving truck, we, we love you on this program. So I just want to know, I just want to talk about it in general, because men and women, it seems like, especially nowadays, have a very just wide perspective on this. Some guys want to say, I love you after the first date. Some girls want you to say it after the fifth date. Um, how do you feel about just the term itself, just in general, just stream of consciousness? I feel as though the word love 
has been, the definition has been so warped um, to the extent that people don't really understand that when someone says they love you, it's different than I am in love with you. I love my car. I don't necessarily think I'm going to have it in five years. You know, I'll trade it in for another car relationship. You know what I mean? What I find to be frustrating, and I'm really trying to figure out where I go wrong with this, because I have so far had to break up, like I said, with three men that I didn't know I was dating because <laughs> of this word. Um, when I tell someone, you know what, I love that you did this for me, or, oh, I, I, I could just kiss you right now. I love, it's, not, it's not that black and white. I think that to, to use the phrase love in the, s in, the, in the sense of I am in love with you should be a natural thing. It shouldn't be, oh, it's been three, three hours and seven steak dinners and whatever. I think I love you now. If you have to think about it, then it's probably not it. Definitely. Of course. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. There's a trepidation around that word because if you say I love this or I love that, some people will, men and women, will, will transfer that and say, oh, they're in love with me. Mm -hmm. I love lamp. Lamp? I love rug. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that have seen <laughs> Rowan Burgundy, then you'll get it. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find that um, it's tossed around so much that it's actually the true sense of love has become cheapened. And I, it's I almost like, to me, it's, it's like when you watch um, Little League games and they don't keep score. Competition oh doesn't yeah. count. Oh God. What are you really teaching people? When you throw the word love around so carelessly, what are you really saying? Well, I think I, think I, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think uh, another example, a working example for anybody who might not understand what you're saying is the word friend. Like, because of Facebook, MySpace, the word friend has become watered down to, if you know my first name, you're my friend. And it's like, no, actually, you're not. Yeah. You're somebody who knows my first name, and that's it. And I think I, I would agree 100% that, that love definitely is that word that has been just... Or just because you're on Wikipedia, or someone can look you up on IMDb and know some things about you doesn't constitute a friend. Of course not. A friend is someone that, I mean... You're going back to the saying, like, a friend will help you move, a good friend will help you move a body. I mean, there's there's certain circles of friends. And then, of course, as we talked about in previous podcasts, that inner, inner circle of friend. So back to love, and this can even stem to, you know, can men and women be friends? No. I say yes. I say yes. And you know what? Here is the perfect prime example sketch you're a female you are a very dear and close friend absolutely and i love you and i will never sleep with you and i will never sleep with you and <laughs> there we go <laughs> that is the nature of our love that is absolutely <laughs> i would i would help you fix your car i'll help you move a body and as ladies and gentlemen out there when when sketch came in and graced us with her presence back in la from canada and she's been gallivanting all around the world um immediately here's the key to my place i haven't given you one yet because she is uh, she is in that inner circle absolutely however i have had another friend who i thought was a friend recently uh a dear close person 
she decided to get back together with an ex and could no longer even be friends with me on Facebook. Oh, you know, that sounds like a point that I made a long time ago. <laughs> you know, I'm not somebody who likes to say that I'm right. I don't like saying that I was right. I love saying I was <laughs> right. It, we can use that word love. See? <laughs> I, I absolutely See, again, love. Proper context. Thank you. I love saying that I was right. And, you know, the exchange that you two just had, that was cute. But the exception proves the rule. How many people can you say that that's truly going to happen? And, you know, as somebody who does not have female friends, I can say that, like, I just can't even imagine it. Like, watching this exchange right now, to me, I'm like, it's like I'm on Mars. I feel like Rod Serling is going to come in the door any second and just, you know, blow smoke in my face. I I don't see how this can happen. And I can say I can genuinely believe the exchange that they just had. And like I said, it was cute. But realistically, it's like Robin's second story. That as soon as Mr. Perfect comes in the door, that friendship's getting kicked in the ass right out the door. I think that that's a choice that whoever's in those relationships make. I have been in relationships where, because I have a lot of male friends, because I love men. I'm not going to sleep with every one of them. Some of them are just really, really great friends. But you also said you're not as estrogen friendly. Yeah, a, a few a few of my female friends and I have decided that we are not very estrogen friendly because <laughs> we don't whinge about everything. I I watch a few soap operas, but I couldn't if, if I don't <laughs> if I never see one again, I'm not going to die. I'm I believe that life is about choices. And if I choose to make someone my friend, it's because I choose to have a person as my friend. Your gender does not change the nature of our friendship. And if someone comes to me and says, I am in love with you, we're going to be in a relationship, but you can't have these people as your friends, then you don't love me because part of me is my friends. And see, this is is why I said you are truly a Renaissance woman and, and, and really a blip on the radar as far as in like uniqueness because most women don't understand that. And we've said that on this program many times that your friends are you. So if someone doesn't like your friends, they don't like you. Because that's basically just a reflection of you. Unless you have the unique friend that really is crazy. Because I do have some (laughs) friends that I'm like, you know what? I like all of those people, but that person is using you. That person isn't good for you. And, and, and a lot, you know, but that's usually just somebody they know, not necessarily their best friend or or whatever. I mean, it can can happen. But, I mean, I I say that when it comes to male-female friends, nine out of ten times, there's a sexual component from one of them. One of them would sleep with the other one. It, it, like, like, let's say, for example, I wasn't sitting here watching you two have a genuine conversation. I would say, okay, if, if I was talking to Robin, I would say, okay, tell you what, um, get her drunk one night and ask, see if she asks you to have sex with her. Or if I was talking to you, I'd say, get him drunk one night and see if, if, uh, you, know, if, if you offer sex, if he'll take it. That's, to me, the test of the friendship, is if, both, if one of you would accept sex from the other one, then I'm like, okay. There you go. There's your sexual component. And that's interesting because my response to that is, as his friend, I would never set him up like that. Okay. I'm, but I'm not saying that you... I'm not saying in, in terms of setup. I'm saying that in no, the sense I would of... Never, I would never entertain even that idea because I know that the friendship that we have, this is what it is. Why do I need to re- introduce that sort of level of temptation? If I'm doing that, you're not my friend. Okay. But that's what I'm saying is that like you, right, to you it's friendship and you would never do that. <laughs> yeah. But what about him? Not in this actual scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I wish the audience could have seen it. Both of us just looked at them like, you know, you feel like you're on Mars. I feel like we're on Jupiter. This doesn't make sense. I'm just like, uh, why would you come up with something That was like such that? a well, great Ladies moment. and gentlemen out there, <laughs> this is just brilliant. if you can understand 
Sketch and I have absolutely the most love and respect for each other humanly possible. And she's talked to me about a few bows that she's been chasing and, or excuse me, let me correct myself. A few bows that have been chasing her, she's been discussing them because she let them through the filters and vice versa. I've talked about a few people in my life that, and she's someone, she's someone that I can say, wow, this happened and we got caught up over a few things. And it has been a tumultuous 18 months, so to speak. So looking at Sketch and her looking at myself, we are absolute friends, you know, completely platonic, just friends. And I have a few females out there, one less, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Bitter much? You know what, ladies and gentlemen, I got this text today. Here's a quick tangent. There is a very lovely, wonderful, beautiful individual that is uh, that was a, a dear friend of mine and I cared for greatly. And because an ex has come back into her life, uh, we are no longer friends. So that means that I never really was a friend because if I was a friend, then there wouldn't be a threat. So... I absolutely, from the bottom of my heart, wish her the best and uh, hope that everything she wants in life is is given to her. So, I mean, if she ever wanted to be friends again, absolutely, I would be friends with her. But I don't think she wants to be friends with me because how her well, ex that is now her current is not happy with me in her life. Well, and I think, Sketch, this kind of um, is going to piggyback on something you just said. You said, Robin, if she ever wants to be friends with me again, I would be. If she could do this, my question is, was she ever your friend? I don't believe so. I think I she was just an extreme acquaintance. I think extreme acquaintance. So. I'm going to I'm gonna steal that and add that to my lexicon. I'll extreme acquaintance. Love that. I, want, I would really That's wish great. more people would use what I use. I'd go outside more often and have intelligent <laughs> conversations with people. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> well, I will be adopting <laughs> that post-haste. Extreme acquaintances. I love because that. It's, it's true. I mean, you, you want to tell people that you, this is my friend. But again, like the word love, it's, been, it's used, it's misconstrued to the point where uh, Facebook has, has completely filtered any sort of lines of responsibility, accountability. And I, as far as I'm concerned, it's only increased the amount of stalking that goes on in the world. <laughs> We've but, talked about that. Um, to the point where I'm, I'm in a business meeting and... I made my points, they've made their points, we come time to the contract, and guys across the table, he's suddenly getting upset, and I'm like, what's his problem? Well, he said that, you know, he thought you guys were friends, and I'm like, I only met him this morning. He goes, yeah, but you're friends on Facebook. That doesn't decide <laughs> the numbers in this contract. I love it. Because you liked my quote last week. Right. <laughs> and I think that, I just wish people would be a bit more realistic. Um, like old school realistic, not new school realistic, because new school realistic ain't real. No, <laughs> new no. school realism is old no. school fantasy. Yeah, no, exactly. Agree. So, in regards to the L word, let's let's downshift a little bit. Let's take the friends off the. I mean, good close friends. You can say I love you as mm-hmm. I care about you deeply, mm-hmm. and I will be there for you in certain times of need and things like that. Move Am I going to be right? Am I going to be like your significant other wiping your ass? If mm-hmm. you are a vegetable, probably not. So let's take that off the table and go back to the L word. When do you say I love you and how do you mean it? 
Now, I love you does not mean I'm in love with you. And if you're seeing someone, I'm going to say this. Sean, you asked something at the beginning of the segment. And that's, uh, when do you say I love you? Right. So, there has been a few people that... You know what, ladies and gentlemen out there, I am a hopeless romantic. Absolutely, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I take care of business, and I am definitely the alpha male in my life. However, I am a hopeless romantic. And when I find that girl that I am yours, then I let down my walls. I don't have the pretense. I don't play the games. I am like, here you go. What you see is what you get. And I'm not going to try and play the games with you. So when I feel something, I'm going to level with you and say, wow, you are something special. Absolutely. I will look you in the eye and from the core of my being say that you are something special. And I'd rather be here than anywhere else in the world. And when I drop that L word, I mean it. I mean it. And it could be the first time I see her, I can want to say it. And it could be a month from then or waiting to see if she says it first. But from that first meeting, just like a girl, Sean, as you've said, a girl will count the number of times she'll sleep with you. At that moment when I first meet her, I can see if I would say that or not to her. Okay, but realistically, how many guys are thinking of it like that? And how many guys say it because they're in the middle of having an orgasm? Oh my God. Anything a man says during an orgasm cannot be counted as valid in any state of the continental I'll United take, States. I'll take it a step further. Anything a man says when he's laying in a bed with you. I don't care. Pretty much. I don't care if you ask him if water is wet. If he says yes, don't believe it if you're in a bed when he says it. But that's a whole nother show. Unfortunately, I have to disagree that the law would probably be on side that you could form a contract. Because if you can confess to... Only in the state of California, right? If you can can confess to a murder as as an utterance before your rights have been read it still can be introduced into a court of law, if I understand correctly. So when you're at a weak moment, similar to being arrested... Then, if, then you someone sometimes you know some deals are made. No, I I understand people say it, and I'm not saying the yeah. woman shouldn't. I'm not saying the woman should should yeah. not believe it if he says in the middle of orgasm. But oh, I don't believe to, it. That's what I'm saying. See, is that like you should? I am a person who has to uh, look. Can, being a Canadian, when we fill out paperwork, it's in triplicate. So, <laughs> <laughs> one time is not enough. Okay, so ladies out there take everything a guy says in the sack with a grain of salt. I I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I just can't let that let that hanging chad hang. <laughs> hanging chad. Yeah, you know, like in the whole voter thing in 2000. You know, look it up, guys. So <laughs> I just, I can't let it sit out there because men might not say I love you, but they'll say it in another way. I was just going to make that point. You know, so it's like he might not actually be saying it, but just because he doesn't say it. And like I said, Robin, a lot of guys, I I know me as an example, I'm not going to sit there and put that much thought into it. It's going to pop into my head like the answer at at Jeopardy. 
I mean, it's 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 gonna just happen, but it probably will be manifested in other ways. So if you're with some chick for six months and she's like, "You don't even love me," you never say it. It's like, well, yeah, I do say it because I make sure that you have gas in your tank, and I make sure that you're protected from this, and I make sure that you get to your door safely, and all that kind of stuff. But just because you don't sit there and like think about it in this in this deep way, uh, it doesn't mean it's any less. That's true. Okay, so listeners out there, men and women. Here's your here's your job. If you are with a significant other, if you are with someone you're dating, here's your job. Find out how it is they say I love you. If they don't, then you know you have something else to do. But seriously, go out there and find out if it's putting gas in your car, if it's going out and getting you a grande coffee and a venti cup with two sugars and two percent milk before you wake up. How is it? That he says, I love you. How is it that the woman says, I love you? Does she bring you coffee in bed before you get out of bed? Before you even take <laughs> that morning piss, does she bring you coffee? Does that, does that say, I love you? You know what? Here's another thing. Be, you know, a little crass. Sorry. Here's the forewarning. BJ in the morning. There's nothing that says, I love you like a BJ in the morning. I don't have to agree with that. You don't? My, I don't like morning breath, and neither does the great elephant. <laughs> Just going to say that much. Um, but anyway, but wait, how, how many girls have you dated? I mean, assuming you don't have a time machine. How many girls have you dated that brought you coffee in bed? None. Thank you. I got it. Well, I don't. Hold I, on. But many uh, men have brought me tea. Okay. I'm a tea drinker. You asked. You how, know what? I'm not going to. How many? <laughs> how many? You know. I'm not going to yeah. give a number because my future girl out there, I don't want her to feel like a number. So oh God! <laughs> don't know God me. We've I'm talked about. We talked about maturity. Okay, your future. Okay, girl when we're off the air, your when we're future, off the air, I will give you that number. No, no, no. I'm saying that we talked about it on the air before. We've talked about maturity in relationships. Your future girl should understand you did not live in a goddamn box before she came along. Okay, Some other I chick love has been there. Here's what I love. A BJ in the morning, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm not saying every day, but there's, they know who they're, who I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> and coffee in the morning, bringing me a cup of amazing coffee in the morning. I'm not talking like a special, whatever coffee in the morning. Absolutely. Yes. That's something special. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, I, I I'm not a morning shit. person. I like coffee in the morning, and I also like BJ's in the morning. I mean, I guess I just don't think about it because I wake up at four thirty in the morning, and so that that's you. You know, there's no. I'm saying that's what I'm. That's why I'm saying. I guess I have no frame of reference because I I wake up in you know hell. The birds haven't woken up yet, so it's mm-hmm. for me. That's a, a foreign concept that somebody's going to be waking up at four to make me coffee. And, and even still, like I don't really trust women to make stuff like I like it. I like to make my own coffee. Because I know how I like it. But we also know that you have a lot of issues. So. Oh, I have tons of issues. <laughs> That's all right. I think, <laughs> I think volumes. The, the thing about it is when you're talking about love, it's not like when you say, when do you tell someone that you love them? I think that you can say it non-verbally long before you say it verbally. True. And the key is if you're in a relationship that you care about and you're committed in, to be aware that someone may be telling you that they love you and be, understand and appreciate that because you could go you know uh, days weeks working carrying on and your lives are so hectic but they take the moment to text how's your day going that is an i love you 
in a very subtle sense. It's the, you know, every Friday you get flowers delivered. It might be an automated thing, but the time that they took to make sure that that would happen, that's an I love you in that moment. And to I appreciate agree. that it comes, to do it both ways, though, to, to, to appreciate it, recognize it, and then if for whatever reason it's missed, don't hang it over someone else's head. Don't lord it over them. Like, well, you don't right. do this you anymore. Can't. You don't care anymore. It's not that extreme. You know, love isn't a light switch. You don't just turn it on one day. Right. Absolutely. I, I agree. It really is about the little things. And a person is judged by their actions, not just their words, you know, and mainly their actions. So I'm saying I like coffee in the morning and, you know, occasionally the BJ is nice. <laughs> I love that you, you say it so quietly. Just like, I love uh, it. <laughs> It's two say, consonants, Robin. Put the, them together. There is two no consonants. FCC. You can say you like blowjobs in the morning. But I know. Oral but sex, fellatio, homers. Okay, so, but coincidentally, Skin this person flat. never brought me coffee in the morning. I would go out and get Jesus, the, wait a minute. Okay. This person never brought me coffee in the morning, so you got blown in the morning, but because you didn't get coffee, you got a beef? No, I don't. I would go out to Starbucks and you get the grande coffee and take oh. Okay, so anyway. The trials and tribulations right. of Robin. But you know what? Here's the thing. I know. I I didn't say I didn't have issues too, but, you know, my baggage is only carry-on. It's not like the, you know, max limit. <laughs> the TSA regulations. I, I know. only afford so much This grief. is in Southwest here. So oh, love it. The thing uh, is, the occasional text like, hey, I think you're hot. Hey, you're cute. Hey, this, that random text is amazing the flowers once in a while for no arbitrary reason amazing those are the things that say i love you and a word that's used so much especially around valentine's day or christmas or whatever it it just gets downplayed it really does but the actions that you do the time that you take to put in the little extra effort those are the things that going to make your partner it's going to make them it's going to take their breath away it's going to make them want to come back and i can't wait to see you mm-hmm. i can't wait to do you i can't wait to be with you i, think I can't wait thing, to kiss you the things that make you appreciate the relationship so i'd almost say that when do you say i love you when both of you are responsible and mature enough for the fallout of what happens next i think that that's that's a great point i think that it's it's the way fallout wow the <laughs> fallout well, that's that's very telling. You use the word fallout, by the way. Well, because it could go whatever. If you, it's basically you're standing on a cliff edge, and you've got this person with you, and you're trusting that when you both jump off this cliff, you will either fall to the ground, flutter like a feather, or you will sprout wings and fly. But you don't know what's going to happen next. That's well, true. Well, and you if know, you're not ready to make that jump, step back. Right, and, and you know, I've always described love in a similar fashion. I, I've, we, we have not talked about this before, so this is truly amazing that we have this kind of similar uh, uh, view on it, but I've always said love, being in love is like having the confidence to jump off of any building and know that someone will catch you. To me, that's what, that, that, that's what yeah. I've always defined love as being. So, like, I think that for something so monumental, so grandiose, you, it, it's, it's organic. It's just, you can't even describe it. It's natural. Like, if you say I love you to the wrong person, you're going to know. You just said it to the wrong person. When you say it to the right person, you're going to know. It, it just it, it happens. And, and so I, I think if you're asking yourself, is it too soon or is it too late or whatever, like, you, you need to look at the other aspects of the relationship. And what are you really concerned about? Right. Yeah. 
I mean, because if you're worried about saving face, then you probably don't love that person. Because there is no face to save if you love somebody. You, you're bare to them. And don't say it just because you want to hear it back. Oh, God. You this do is that not church? church. I was like, if you want to go do that, go stand on a hill and listen to your echo. Exactly. This isn't church. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord be with you and also with you. No. <laughs> okay. No. No, just, absolutely not. But so, there are all those people that exist. They, they think and they define love as these you know, specific actions or, well, I said it, and so you must say it, and, well, if you don't say it, then this is terrible, and it's It's, it's going into serious. expectations. It's not that serious. Well, a lot of people feel that, that, that their validation comes from the fact that someone says, I love you. They okay, there's that, or the someone, the stranger paying attention to them, or the applause, as actors are, Sean and Robin. <laughs> oh, I'm a soulless attention whore, so please oh, yeah, don't, don't even try to pay, paint a pretty picture around it. For no, sure. I think that it, but it's important to have a certain element of that. I mean, when I go on stage, I expect for people to applaud when I'm finished. Right. If they don't, I pick up the mic and I say something else that they might not like. But at that point, I'm, I'm expecting the booze. And what? I get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm leaving happy. No such but thing as negative thing. feedback, people. It's no. all positive. It all is but, good. But that's all right. Questions, comments, and I know that we're going to touch on this subject again. And if we don't get any emails on this one, I'm going to be surprised. So send them in to titaniumbros at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, Sean Robin Show. Yes, yes. Are you guys on Facebook? We are. Click like that the like. Show? Like the show. Like the show. Like Let the me show. also uh, take this opportunity to give a special thank you to Sketch, Judy Lewinson, for coming on the show and making us men uh, validated in certain ways. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I will always take an opportunity to uh, bounce ideas off of men that I res- respect because I feel like I can get an honest answer. Yeah, we and go. that is why I believe men and women can be friends. Because <laughs> I'll be like, look, the next men meeting that y'all have, could you bring some stuff up? Because y'all is tripping out there. There we go. This <laughs> and is I listen is. to your gripes as well. And I say, well, no, that chick is crazy. Or actually, this is your fault. But that's, that's all why I, can say I love you guys. Judy, I love you. I we love, love you, you too. <laughs> I love you, Sean. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> but you're none of you are getting any. 